Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your relatively repressed reindeer. I didn't sound check this. But we're going to keep it going. Okay. How are you doing, Danny? I'm okay. I am a little tired. Um, I mean... When am I not tired? Exactly. Doesn't every day of the week end in day? Like... It's ending why, if you're going to be making... Uh, Taking shots. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they all end in day. Yeah, but the saying is only on days that end in Y. Well, I don't follow a goddamn saying, goddamn it. Oh this God. is another episode of Love is Coral, and mm. I'm yeah. Host. Yeah, there you go. That's, mm. why, that's why I married you. You pick me up when I'm going down. I'm done. I'm TJ. That's Danny. Yes. That's Danny. I'm TJ. Uh-huh. Welcome to another episode of Lovers Quarrel. Mm-hmm. If it's your first time listening to us, thank you. If it's your second time listening to us, welcome back. If it's your third time or more, you're a family. You're a lover to me. So we thank you. From the bottom of our hearts. And yeah. What's going on, love? Um Are we gonna just jump into the elevator or I mean we can. I mean I'm good. I'm ready for break, uh winter break. Okay. But yeah, the three weeks time. between Thanksgiving and Christmas as an educator are uh, also not for the faint of heart. And today was a uh, the day we were recording. It was a, a long day because there, you know, it's also cold and flu season. So people were out sick, and then we couldn't. Kids couldn't have half of my kids couldn't have gym. So then we had to like keep the kids. So I had no planning. And then today, and then I had to cover lunch because. The person who normally covers lunch was covering another teacher's class. So I had to cover lunch with my middle schoolers and then go back to taking my kids upstairs. So I was kind of tapped out. We didn't get a lot of do- lot done because um, I didn't get a chance to, like, get a break or get pre- like make the copies that I would normally make in, in the middle of the day. So, But it is what it is. You know, you just kind of take one for the team. But um, how about you? How are you doing, my good sir? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. Okay. Closing come- down busy season at work mm-hmm. to just start up the busy season. Had my first work trip. How was that? It was great. It's kind of going into my elevator. So okay. So if we you can- want to get more specific, can we can we go up? Okay. So you're gonna start up the elevator. We are going up. So uh, I went to Anaheim, California. Went to my first AFA, mm-hmm. which is the ad- advising. Council of Fraternity and Sorority. No, sorry. Is Those the, are a lot of letters that you didn't include. What? You said the AFA. It's called AFA. But there's a C and there's an S. Why is there a C and an S? You said the Advising Council of Fraternity and yeah, Sorority. I mean, so let me. It's ACT. It's the Association of <laughs> Fraternity Sorority Advisors. There you go. AFSA. No, just AFA. Just AFA. That's what they call it. I don't know. Listen. So just leave the sororities out. The S is silent. I didn't even think about that. I did. Well, you're part of a sorority. Anyway, so my first AFA, um, very different. Um, I seen a, I seen Towson, like so all of Towson's old advisors, Greek uh, advisors, mm-hmm. Greek council, Greek coordinators were there. Mm-hmm. Greek like coordinators. Yeah, so um, that was like funny, um, kind of like full circle for me. Um, and then, you know, just got to see Anaheim. I got to see your cousin. I know. I'm so jealous. She just she texted me like ten minutes ago. Yeah, I got to see her. And, I miss her and Brian, and and that was cool. Um, and went to her company party mm-hmm. how was that it was cool so they had two hotels because they have over four thousand people and the caps in the hotels is two thousand so one side of the company had to go to one place the other side of the other so there's like two parties at the same time exactly that's that's insane that's just, yeah just saying that to say how big they are but so that was uh, a good time good business trip um i can see how business trips uh i can see how, how people can like miss their family and don't mm. like to travel mm-hmm. is all I wanted. And then I was just like, okay, how am I going to get back? Not not how am I going to get back, but when am I going to get back? And, you know, I didn't tell Tatum I was leaving because mm-hmm. I didn't want her to have a bad day. But then she FaceTimed me like, you left me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she no. Did. Um, 
what else happened? And she called you on her fake phone and was like, hi, daddy. I'm in the car. Yeah, you left me. That's what she told me. Yeah, so. But she was very excited to see you when you picked her up or she, when we picked you up. She me. was. So that was dope. Um, Another uh, happy moment was right before I left, um, I gave my grandfather one of my business cards and he was like really proud mm-hmm. of that. He was. Um, and it was just a small thing that, you know, I guess I, I take for granted that I have a business card. I don't. So, yeah. You don't what? Have business cards. I mean, you're a teacher. You don't need no goddamn business card. Listen, I, I do the most important. technically, you can have your own business card. You can. Exactly. But Danny Bison, reporting for duty. It's not about you, see? It's not about me. You're, t- you're trying to take away from this happy moment I and know. make it about you. It's not about you, Danny. Okay, I apologize. Yeah. Get get on your, you know, when you're on your elevator, you can say whatever you want. It's my elevator, goddammit. Okay, continue, my, my good sir. Go ahead. So that was just it. I, it was just that. Uh, it was a joyous moment for me to see my grandfather be proud of something that is so small, but... He made it like big. Cause you um, are big time. I'm regular. Mm-hmm. You're pretty so, important. With that, I yield. Thank you for that, and I'm glad that you had such like highlights from the last week or yeah, last week or so to to share out with everybody. Now, me on the other hand, I am going down. So Debbie Downer. I, first of all, I haven't had a down in like a long time. Why do I have to shush? Loud. I'm too. Go ahead. Are you? Go ahead. What the fuck is a? You know what? Y'all, this is gonna be the last episode of Lovers Quarrel because I'm gonna fight TJ. Oh wait, I can't say that either because I don't want to. We're not promoting domestic violence. Oh. But. um, Oh yeah, that 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 also goes on my elevator. But go ahead. Okay. Let's go back to you. No, go ahead. You do yours. We'll stay up before we go down. All right. Um. Yeah. So we did rock show. Yes. Which he got to stump you, and he was so ecstatic. So oh, indubitably, yes. Happy for him. Even though, I mean, you prefaced it, so I, I, I don't know. I'm, it's all good. I, I, can't own, anyway, I don't know everything. And then we also, so we did Rock Show, and then we also Humbly did um, Carla's show. Shit, I'm 30. Um, and those were just dope experiences. Um, yes. To be able to do that. And Mandy from Horrible Decisions was our uh, our engineer our engineer for the episode. So, that was pretty cool um, seeing her catching up with her. So yeah, I, I want to make sure I don't fig- forget them. Yes, thank um, y'all for thank you for having, having us. us on, and um, thank you for that opportunity. And you know, thanks for the conversations and everything else. So go ahead, let's go back down. Okay. Now nah, for all right, go ahead. Must, you, I'm, go ahead. I, I'm staring at him because I'm like, if he interrupts me one more time. Um, so I guess the only things that were on my mind, so like yesterday I was pretty hot under the collar, um, because I personally felt like someone that I work with, um, tried it and- Do they listen to our show? No, I don't think they even know. Is, is that the reason why you, you're getting spicy with them? No. I'm just asking. Because, because I'm not, I would say this anyway, and plus I address them directly. Okay. Just asking, um, just inquiring. But I do want to shout out my like work besties because I came to well one at the time one of them when I was with my initial response and reaction and feelings, which were definitely a lot spicier um, because I felt the type of way. And ultimately, it's something like when you you know I don't know if any of you guys have ever had a coworker or a boss or just a, a peer. I don't know somebody that you just know in the professional sense or in any sense who sometimes likes to, for lack of a better term, like martyr themselves, right? And then, or like is just easily perturbed. And so then now, because you, you're you not, because you don't have the same energy, sometimes they, you know, complain about it. And so that was kind of my experience this week. And um, some things were said in a communication that I felt like were directly trying to like come at my ethic, my work ethic or my character. And so... You know, I was upset, but I also like as you know. That's why it's important to have work besties, or you know, your your spouse, or your you know whoever that you can like talk to and be like, "Do you believe this shit?" And then they can kind of talk you down so that way you can have the conversation. But I am really proud of myself because, you know, um, in another life, I would have not necessarily addressed it as immediately as I did or as directly as I did um, for fear of conflict but 
I also felt like I wasn't wrong. And I know, I'm not, matter of fact, I felt, I know I'm not wrong about how I, my, my take on the situation because I'm not the only one that feels that way. And, um, I, but no, I addressed it and I, I used, I was very, I used affective statements. I was just like, I feel like I felt that the what, what I'm hearing is, so that way it's, I wasn't coming in very like accusatory, but I still was able to speak my piece. So that part kind of like, but it, kinda, it still blew the shit out of me because I felt like, don't fucking try me. Like I do, a, I don't, I'm not perfect I'm, at, at, any, at my job, I'm not perfect, period. But I bust my ass just I, just because I bust my ass in a different way than you doesn't mean I don't bust my ass any less than you and I don't complain about it. Um, and then my other thing too is so Brother Nature was in the news this past week and I just felt like that was like a testament because at first I was like really like like upset not really upset I'm saying really upset. No, you were. But I thought it was bullshit. I was like, oh my god, like who the fuck will put their hands on him? Like that. I was like, that's so whack. And it is like some clown shit to still. And I'll say this: I stand by what I said as far as like it's clown shit. Period. To like jump somebody, right? Because that just means that you couldn't fight them on your own. And um, brother nature was out somewhere, and apparently, like there was an exchanging of words, but you know when more information came out it seems like brother nature might have been the i don't know if he was the aggressor or the agitator in the situation or maybe his response wasn't wasn't ideal and then he ended up getting beat up and but then he got jumped but then it was like the thing about it was he got beat up and then they like did it again so i have like these mixed feelings about it because on one hand it's like now talking shit as much as it shouldn't I, you know I, t- I tell my kids all the time it's like it shouldn't warrant you fighting or whatever i also know that sometimes people feel like okay you i've talked enough now my hands are going to solve it but then at the same time that doesn't excuse like jumping somebody like two on one three on one so from the video i've seen he didn't get jumped i think he got jumped outside oh outside okay it was twice they came after him twice or whatever i just seen the first time when yeah that was a one-on-one but but yeah so i mean and it was also like you know one of the things is like sometimes you have to as i i realizing I don't necessarily get caught up in the hoopla too often but it's just like you should wait for like all the information to come out sometimes before you pass judgment all the time but um because if you started it yeah but it's also like I mean it doesn't the, make the guy it was right. the guy was wrong for like I feel like the guy was wrong also too for going on Twitter and like talking mad shit and stuff like that I but, mean once you started recording yeah if I ever got into a fight and I seen someone was recording. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see me run. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on no one's tape. I don't like. Everybody does stuff for clout. Very much so. And again, we don't know the situation, but even if Brother Nature was talking shit, once he's seen those cameras, once he's seen the camera come on, he should have been like, "All right, you know, I'm what? out. Let me walk away." Yeah, but you know. All in all, I just feel like people do shit for the clout, and we live in a generation of 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 clout. Everything's for clout. Clout chasing, yeah, yeah. People are. But his situation does bring me somewhere, which I think we can quarrel about. Okay. Do you want to write it down? No, you might forget by the end of the episode. So, I I think we should quarrel about should you jump in? Like, should you stop people? I'm getting the ass beat. Like, if you, see, if, you see, if you see someone getting the ass beat, do you jump in? Or if you see a man hitting a woman, or you see a woman hitting a man, like, should you intervene? Okay. We can talk about that later. Because oh. I, I already know where I think you're going. Okay. And I know where I'm going. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope, that is Let's it. Get off this bullshit-ass elevator. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, now we are going to jump right into our relationship tip of the week. I don't got one. So, therefore, I win. No. I always got one, oh. even when I don't got one. Yeah, yeah. Let me hear your bullshit so I can fuck it up real quick. Whatever. My relationship tip of the week, um, and this one does apply to all ships, um, is that trials and tribulations are definitely a factor in relationships, but they shouldn't be a mainstay, meaning like your every long-term relationship from uh relatives to friends to a significant other you're going anytime you're together for an extended period of time you're gonna have peaks and valleys like you're gonna have dark times you're gonna have great times but i just feel like 
when I think about our relationship, when I think about other relationships of the people that we know or, you know, heard of um, that have shared their story, that hard times are a, a part of life, period. Facts. But when it comes to relationships, when it comes to things that you can kind of choose to be in, that hard times should not be like the cornerstone of your relationship. Cornerstone meaning like the mainstay? Yes. Okay. I said mainstay in my initial statement. I don't listen to you sometimes. So. I know you don't. Um, so I think that that's like a big thing because I feel like sometimes people think that like you have to like, oh, we've been through so much together and and I'm like, you know, I guess it kind of lends itself to that like ride or die mentality. I think people take that, take that for granted though. Take what for granted? Like you can grow up with somebody and you take that friend for granted. Oh, yeah. You take that individual for granted or you can be married to somebody for 15 years and you're taking them for granted. I think that that's true too. I think that's definitely a, a possibility that that can happen and but saying that all to say I just think that a relationship should never is never going to be always sunny days and blue skies but (coughs) excuse me but at the same time a relationship should not also be like hard times dark times you know struggle and strife and 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 fighting and and everything like that just because like there's longevity there. There's history there. Like you can choose a better outcome. You can choose a better uh, person to associate yourself with in that manner. And so, you know, you you so want to we- you you want to weather from it? you want to grow from it. But sometimes you grow with it, and sometimes you grow from you grow like apart. Like sometimes you grow together, sometimes you grow apart. And there's nothing wrong with growing apart either, especially if you can if you grow with it and like. And things get better, then that's one thing. But if you are still with the same person and you're and you're or in the same type of relationship, and things are never getting better or never getting easier, I'm saying that you're cha- you're turning the corner from oh we're going through a rough patch, oh we're going through hard times, oh we're, this is a a difficult portion of our our relationship, but we're gonna come out on the other side of it better and stronger. To I'm just like existing in this like dark space. So is your tip not to exist? My tip is to understand that hard times are a factor, are a part of relationships, but that they that don't think that they have to be like the headline, the feature, the like the the cornerstone of your relationship. Because I think people sometimes get that mixed up. Like me and you have been through really hard times together, Facts. but but at one time, some real hard times. But I they were left you. But they are not the cornerstone of our relationship. They're not. So, I, and that's... Even though it was a time I felt like that, that's all it was. But And I, to, I told you, I was like, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, that's because you were the one putting the dirt... No. ...in the tunnel. But that's because I'm... Well, I'm also an optimist. But, uh, whatever. But I told you that we were going to have better times. You just didn't believe me. Yeah, it's easy for you to say when you were the one... He was the puppet master, so I'm not the puppet master. You were. I knew it. So anyway, my tip is real simple. When lending money to a friend, a partner, whomever, don't. <laughs> well, besides, don't. But if you are, you should lend what you feel comfortable not getting back. Oh yeah. And what I mean by that is, if you are willing to give up two hundred. Dollars or three hundred, four hundred, whatever, whatever your max is, that if you did not get it back, you would be okay. Mm-hmm. Then that should be what you're willing to do. Okay. And then I would say learn from it. There will be some people who will be like, "I'm gonna cut that person off forever." And mm-hmm. I don't think you necessarily need to cut anybody off, but just know, you know. So if you lend someone twenty dollars and never pay you back, it only took twenty dollars for you to know you never have to lend that person money again. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that is an important, that's something important that everyone should have. I, I can agree with that. Like, you don't, don't lend money that you're not able to, like, never if, see if, again. yeah, like you need to be comfortable saying, knowing that, like, if I never see this money again, it won't impact my bottom line. It, won't, it won't impact your bottom line, but it will teach you a lesson that you can't lend that person money no more. Fair. So if it only takes $20 to never have to lend that person money again. Mm-hmm. Would you want $20 back? 
Would I want twenty dollars back? If you ask me to borrow twenty dollars, yes. I want whatever. If you ask me to borrow five cents, <laughs> I want my five cents. So back. if I ask you to borrow twenty dollars, you want me to give you back twenty dollars, even though maybe down you're, the line I'm going to give you twenty dollars. Asking me to borrow twenty dollars, I would expect you to give me back twenty dollars. Different between saying, "Can I have twenty dollars?" So I have a question. Serious as cancer. All those times that you asked me for twenty dollars for your haircut. And I never see it again. Was that I never borrowing? Say, I that... never say, let me borrow twenty dollars. So you you just go. I said, let me, me get twenty dollars. <laughs> wow, it's a difference. So I said, you, Context. Like, you, got, you got cash. Words are important. Wow. Right. So are, are words not important? TJ got me out here tricking on his fucking haircuts. You're a hater, yo. I'm not. I'm just making sure. I don't know if you owe me what you. Owe I me. don't owe you anything. If you anything, like, you owe me. How? I'm always giving you money. I'm always paying for shit. You are, you're always giving me money? You are not always giving me money. Okay. When's the last time you gave me money? Three weeks ago. For what? Or four weeks ago. It was a while back. For what? I sent you $50. You was, you was, out, you was out and about. I sent you money. When you Oh, when you went to your bachelor party trip and you sent me money, you, you cash at me or whatever. Okay. You, I made sure that you had some money. Hey, do you need some money? You said, sure, and I sent you money. You offered, so that's different. I didn't okay, ask. I, I didn't, didn't ask for a loan. No one said that you asked for a loan. What are you talking about? Oh, so you said, oh, you're right. So you you said, just said, what's well, that's why I gave you money. money. Okay. Exactly. So you gave me money. Okay. All right. So you did give me money. But at the same time, what was the last time before that? I don't know, nigga. Years, my nigga. Damn. <laughs> you're out here just trying to... Sorry, I'm choking. Find stuff <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. Okay. Well, I think my tip was better. Fuck no. Your shit was long-winded. I'm long-winded, so... You are very long-winded. You okay. just be talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Well, I and know And then I'd be like, hey, can likes- I please just get a point in? And then I can't. I have a lot to say, and I like to choose my words carefully, which causes me to sometimes use more words than... Everyone tells me that whenever we have interviews, I don't really be saying much. And I'd be like, I can't say much because Danny's going to say everything. Okay, so next interview we have, I'm not saying shit. You just be rapping. But you don't even be the like the whole time. You don't like you don't have like that First organic though, like jump in. You always be like I do. Uh, like it's I like do. it's a no, very no. natural thing. I do jump when in when I'm asking questions, and then you'll be like, number six. What is the? That's not true. Okay. That is not true. But next interview we have, whoever we're interviewing next, I'm not saying a word. No, no, I'm talking about. I'm be like, yep. When we're guests on other shows, they say that you be. They said, "Oh, Danny." Is the A mic, which you are. I'm okay with that. But I'd be like, she's the A mic because all she does is fucking talk. She's a diva. So I'm a diva? You know what I mean? That's she all I... Okay. Comes in late. Comes in First of all, who was prepared for this episode? Who had their tip? Who had their... Uh, their um, okay. What else? What is the word? My so elevator 93 talk. 93 to 7%. No. You're 7%. No. Let's just be honest. You walked in here like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And yet, I came on ready to perform. I mean, ready to perform. It's ready. This is why you be trying to get me tripped up on my fucking words when you when I gotta spell shit because you mispronounced it. Well, let's see if I mispronounce this. Go ahead. Word of the week: laconic. Laconic is the adjective that describes a style of speaking or writing that uses only a few words, often to express a complex, often to express complex thoughts and ideas. A more laconic way to write that last sentence might be this. Laconic means brief. So one may say, Danny is never laconic. Mm-hmm. And that's all. Oh. Go spell it, Danny. L-A-C-O-N-I-C. Wrong. Really? No, you got it right. Oh, uh, what to say. You know. You always want to try to trip me up. I, Sometimes. I, I got stumped with indubitably, even though I knew I wasn't going to spell it right. But... Um, yeah, I don't have to be laconic. I wish you were laconic. No, you don't. I do. Sometimes, you, you, sometimes I wish you were just brief, straight to the point. Okay. Is it hot outside? No. Yes or no? Exactly not. If I ask you that, you're going to be like, well, no, the temperature says it's 78 degrees. And, you know, while that may be hot in okay. some areas, okay. in other areas, that's not hot. And I'm Danielle, I'll be laconic for the remainder of this episode. And let's see how the rest of the episode goes. Now you A-Mike. Come on, stop playing. 
And on that note, listen, we're going to take a break. You're going to hear a message from our sponsor, Gaines Sports Gear. That's G-A-I-N-Z Sports Gear. And you can go to their website, GainesSportsGear.com. Now, let's hear this message, and then we'll be back with the rest of the show. Hey, friend. It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to GainesSportsGear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. Listen, it's the winter. They say that bodies are built in the winter. Summer bodies are built in the winter. There you go. Whatever. That's why That's why I keep you around, Danny. Mm-hmm. So listen, you, clean can, up your mess. You, you can build a summer body now by going to Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com, using our code LOVERS10 and get all the workout gear that you need. I'm talking about hand wraps. I'm talking about... Wrist grips. Wrist grips. I'm talking about fire apparel. They got crop tops. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where you go with it. Listen, don't take our word for it. Go to the website. See the amazing stuff that Gaines is putting out. And now, back to the episode. And now we're back, y'all. Yep. And it is time for a listener letter. I like to call it a lover letter, but... Oh, a lover letter. A I love don't... note. Ooh. A love note. That's hard. Thank you. Shout Power. out to Danny. I have my mom. Even though she don't like calling y'all lovers, but... You know. But I don't mind calling it a love note. So I'm going to jump right into it. You listening? listening? Now, I don't want you to mistake me for being laconic. I mean, excuse me, not being laconic because I'm reading this letter, which is maybe a little bit more on the, the lengthy side. So just so there's no confusion, okay? Well, because you're reading a, a love note, mm-hmm. they would already know that you're reading something. Now, I, I'm not talking about the, our, our listeners. I'm talking about you. Me. Well, I know that. I'm just saying. I know, but sometimes I just got to spell things out for you. That's all. So it says, hi, my faves. Was trying to be, oh, well, the title of the email is, I won't be Emily Bede. It says, hi, my faves. Was trying to be creative with the title. I recently had a conversation with someone who has been a roller coaster in my life. Basically, the conversation was about him trying to grow as a better person so he could be a better person to me. At this point, we have stopped interacting in all aspects because of me and my all-or-nothing stance. So in short, I explained to him, it's good he is working on himself, getting help to be a better man, therapy included. He says he wants to be a better man for me and in the future wants to be with me. He has been saying this for years, though. I have told him that I don't know anyone. I'm sorry. I, I have told him that I don't know what the future holds, but I am not waiting on anyone and never plan to. So this is a two-part question. If men are not ready, why do they try to keep you around? Why do they not believe in growing and building together? And why do they have this preconceived notion a woman is going to wait? Part two, is a woman wrong for wanting to cut ties with a man who has done everything he said he... Sorry. Is a woman wrong for wanting to cut ties with a man who has done everything he said he would do for himself, acknowledges he has not treated her like she deserves, but is still not ready to commit? And in summary, summary, yeah, and in summary, sorry, you guys have been together since teenagers. What makes it that some people can grow together and other people claim, quote unquote, to need to work on themselves to give someone else what they truly deserve? How can you tell an ain't shit nigga from a man who wants to seriously be better for you? I refuse to be an Emily B and Fab situation. Looking forward to this discussion. Love. I don't know if she wants her name or not. Jade. So, Jade, thank you for the letter. And thank you for being a lover. Yes. You're That's like, it's like the president. She's the president? Yeah. <laughs> She's the president. So. So let's just let's dissect this. Yes. So basically, Jade's if been dealing with a guy. Why do they try to keep you around? Yeah. I think that we try to keep you around because we selfish. 
I mean, if I had to say it, I think we 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 want to keep you around because we don't want nobody else to get you, but we also know that we need to fix our shit. So it's kind of like you want somebody on standby. Yeah, yeah, and that's unacceptable. Um, I mean, listen, everybody grow differently. Yeah, but I just uh, so I guess the um, they try. To, I think selfish being selfish is definitely a reason. And why do they not believe in growing and building together? I think because a lot of men want to be able to like be immature and be these like you know having one foot in the pond and one foot out like most of the time I disagree what do you think I think I think we don't want to we don't want to lead you on in the sense that if we say we'll work it out but we're still testing our options Someone's going to get hurt. So it's kind of like, it's better that I'm up front with you and say, hey, I need to fix myself. I like you, but right now I'm just not the right person for you. Yeah, but then I think the thing is like, <clears throat> then if that's if that's what he, you say, and then it's like you do you if, if the world and the universe decides not, that. No, I'm not saying you do you now. See, and that's where it comes back to what you originally said, which is. The selfishness. No, no, no. There, there is selfishness. Because don't it. make me, don't have me sitting around waiting for you to get your shit together. What if you never get it together and I'm letting life pass me by? I mean, you can give me a a, a deadline, but I'm 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 being forthcoming mm-hmm. by telling you, listen, right now a relationship isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. So it's better that we're not in a relationship and you allow me the opportunity to fix me, but I still need you to stay around because I need to make sure that you don't leave. No, that's where you you have me all the way up until I need you to stay around so that I need to make sure you don't leave. Because then what if you become the better person that you want to be? And then now you find someone who matches your energy more than I match your energy. And now you've been wasting one, two, three years of my life. Fuck that. So what if what if we're dating and then that same situation happens and I leave you? It'll be the same thing, right? What do you mean? Like me, you're dating. But now I found someone else who has a better energy so now I'm, I'm gonna leave to go with a better energy. Okay, but that's but that's still like we're dating, we're dating, we're dating. We're not, I'm, we're we're not in limbo. Like if we're dating and we, you find that you meet somebody else, and then people break up and then they date other people. I think growing and building together, because that was another question. I think it's tough to do because, I think it can be tough. You you just have to be ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to know you're growing in the same direction. Yeah, no. I think it just depends on your circumstance. I feel like it was easier for me to grow with you because I seen the as fuck. You're patient as fuck. I changed your life for the better. Anyway. Okay. I seen the fuck shit that my brother went through. Yeah. And I seen the hurt and stuff from that. I've also seen like my cousins. I seen shit that made me say. I saw. Sorry. That's that's why you're A mic and I'm B mic. Um not for real for I'm like a D mic. But anyway. Lies. I saw bullshit that I didn't want to have to deal with. So, so I think that So that's why me. that's why you kept me around. No, I mean I liked you. Mm-hmm. I, I I liked you, I had feelings for you, and shit was working well. So my thing was I was I was in a mindset of if it ain't broke, why try to fix it? Like That's so romantic. What? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think you're taking it out of the context. I'm saying, like, if everything is perfect, shit is perfect, so why would I say, you know, this next chick over here who, for the example, she's smaller than Danny, so she's everybody else's dream girl. Let me leave something that's perfect now. Just so I can have what everybody else thinks is 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 beautiful or whatever the case may be or you know yeah, whatever I get, I get what you're saying no because you're being an asshole I get what you're saying I also think Jade that like this preconceived notion that a woman's going away I think it's because there's I mean I think that's societal I think that we have been reared in this society to think that like men are you know they're the the men male to female ratio is one where men males are the uh, 
hotter or the or the more rare commodity and so therefore it's like I well disagree. if i got if i got one i gotta hold i gotta hold on to him i gotta wait for him to get it together because there may not be anyone else that comes along i think that it's about it's it's maybe a little bit of sexism in there like men get to do whatever they want to do and figure out themselves and women just kind of have to wait in the, in the wings i think the preconceived I, notion comes because this is what women have done i think and i think i'm telling you why i think they've done it They've done it because women have have allowed it to be done. Because they because we've been told that like you need to have a man, you gotta have a husband, you gotta start a family by a certain time. So if you don't have somebody on your, on a roster, you don't have somebody ready to like scoop you up and co- and claim you. It's like, and you don't have a, a. Let me say this: if you don't have a line waiting out the door, so it's like okay, I gotta wait for this nigga to get his his shit together, and then he'll come around, and then we'll be together. And I definitely think that like I'm not mad at Jay's all or nothing approach because. I think it's fine and dandy that this guy that you've been talking to has is a work in progress and trying to get himself together because that's important just as a person because he needs to do that. But that's not your responsibility or your problem if he's not where he needs to be to be the type of man you need in a relationship. That just means that you have to move on. And it sounds like to me like you've given him a, an extended period of time to like get it together or to grow and build with you as opposed to like with you standing on the sidelines. So what I'm going to say is, to the other question, is it wrong for for wanting to cut ties with a man who has done everything he said he would do for himself, acknowledges he has not treated you like he deserves, but is still not ready to commit? No. Nope. Cut ties. Fuck that nigga. Peace out. Listen, we're, unless you are going to be devastated and heartbroken, and then even then, I would say that you would probably need to speak with somebody who can figure out why this person has such a a, a a spell on you. But no, it's nothing wrong for, with cutting ties. Cut ties. like Chopping and go off. Honestly, I think women have to remember that they, they have the power. Do we? 100%. Okay. 100%. If the women were to mobilize and be like, listen, as a unit, we doing shit like this, there's nothing a guy can do or say. I agree with that. You know I what mean, I mean? We, we should, if we united against men, y'all would be fucked. We'd be fucked. Yeah. That's why women are more dangerous than men. No, we're smarter, not more dangerous. Smarter can be dangerous. But they are still two different things. But I think that, like, yeah, I, I do agree with TJ with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to cut ties with somebody who's not there yet because it, finding yourself and growing and developing and stuff like that, that's not an overnight process. That's like, okay, I'll be back in three weeks and then I'll be straight. That's years sometimes of development and and working through the kinks and and self-reflection and stuff and if that's not the type of time you have then you have every right to move on or is that something that you want to commit to you have every right to move on you would just literally you could just like i don't want to i want to be with somebody who's ready to go because i'm ready to go and that is your prerogative um and like tj and i you know because you mentioned like you know we from being teenagers to adults now and how we were able to kind of like grow together but like i was trying to say is like tj and i were also even though we're vastly different people right we were still growing in the same trajectory in life like we had the same kind of like aspirations from schooling to living we're living to home life to getting married to wanting a family so we had these same goals in mind even if it even though we were we are still very much our own people which is why i think it allowed for us to grow together and and there was also necessarily a need of like, I need to find myself. And I know that in situations like me and TJ, sometimes it can be very easy to be very codependent. But I think that like, if you know yourself well enough, you could still grow as an individual and be in a successful relationship most of the time. And if you don't, if, or if you can't do that, I should say, then you should leave everybody alone. Don't drag anybody along. That's not fair. That's selfish. I mean, people are selfish, though. I mean, sometimes we have to be taught how to do things or how but we I, want I, things it's done. It's not for me to teach you. It's, I teach children. I'm not teaching a grown man. Like, teach me how to love that, like, that music soul child song. Like, who has time for that? Because nobody, like, nobody taught me. Or maybe somebody did teach me how to love or whatever, and then that person moved on from me, or I moved on from that person. You so, gotta have some type of patience Reasons and seasons, my nigga. All I'm saying is that it's nothing. I don't think it's nothing wrong with wanting to wait if you want to wait. But don't wait long. If, but if you feel like you can wait three years, 
Plural years, too long. Okay. A couple of months, maybe a year at max. After that, you know, after the Earth has made one revolution around the sun, it's time to go. Reasons and seasons. I think that should be the episode title too. You but got it, Jade. I yeah, hope. Hey, Mike. I hope. Whatever. I hope that this was helpful to you in some way, shape, or form. TJ and I pretty much we're on board with how you feel, and you know, tell you Let know your, answer the other your guy is to stay blessed. How and, can you tell an ain't shit nigga from a man who wants to be serious? Who wants to be seriously better for you? Because you out here just closing our letters. I, I apologize. See, that's what happens when when you're an A Mike diva. I'm an A Mike diva. You know what I mean? Anyway, go ahead. I think that you tell an ain't shit nigga from a man who wants to seriously be better for you because you you see him doing the work, and I think you see him, but he also is still. Honestly, maybe he's telling you that, like, yo, don't wait for me. And like, without saying it, or like, or like, I think, I think he's saying, I think he's saying to, I think a a a not ancient nigga is saying to you, I respect if you don't want to stick around while I'm trying to figure myself out. And then yes, when and and when I am back ready to be where I need to be, I will reach back out to you and see if you're in a space where you still want to give me a chance. To me, that's the stand up guy thing to do but being like i gotta figure my stuff out but i just i need you around and did it no you want to be single and in a relationship at the same time that's what that is you trying to do both have your cake and eat it too i'm gonna say and i may get flack from from my guys for this but a lot of us ain't shit for real so lots so i tell so I tell all, all my girl cousins, niggas you're, ain't shit. You're a great man and a husband. You still ain't shit sometimes. Facts. He ain't never lie, so. So, Jade, you know. Jade, don't wait anymore. And definitely don't be Emily B and Fab, so. Run away. Because Fab Cause hits. First of all, so I still follow Fab. <laughs> he does. He yeah, Okay. <laughs> you missed that. I, I didn't miss it. <laughs> but, can, okay, speaking of Fab and Emily B, am I the only person who's noticed? Do you follow him on Instagram? No, I definitely don't. I follow him on Instagram, and I don't even know. I don't even remember following him. But anyway, he only very recently, in like the last few months, like literally since sometime during 2019, started posting Emily and his like pictures. He used to never post her. It would be like Happy Mother's Day, but then or it'd be like married. Not even like no. Yeah, he wouldn't. The only time he was wish her, like, tell her, like, happy Mother's Day, maybe happy birthday, and then, like, in whatever their Halloween-themed, like, family costume was or whatever. And then you would never see her, and now he's putting all those, like, captions and... He's growing up. I think that's why she's sad. I she just, want to be Fab and Emily B, because she wants, she wants to be acknowledged now, not later. Yeah, like, but that's two children later, and, like, yeah, I don't know. It's something that doesn't feel right about that one. I think... I think when you realize that you about to lose something. She was like, you either post me on Instagram or you going to jail. <laughs> I don't think that's what she said. <laughs> she said, you going to jail. You going to jail. I don't think that's what she said, but. Tag me so I know but it's Speaking real. of Fab, did you see the jail? And they was doing a drink like, I cheat, she cheat, we, we cheat us. <laughs> no, it was like. Oh, it was I like, cheat, we cheat. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, it was like, we cheat us, but it was like saying it like a Fab bar. Yeah. They've been you doing, probably don't understand what a I fab understand bar exactly is. what that is. But anyway, really, I'm really? just saying. Okay, and this is where you ain't shit, Jade. I hope that this helped. Excuse our uh, tangent about Emily and Fab, but um, I don't think you're wrong. Do you boo? Life is too short. Find you somebody who's already uh, grounded and grown, and then be with them. Yeah, what she said. Yeah, because I'm the A Mike diva. Exactly. Anyway, well, that wraps up our love note for this episode. We got a new name. Shout out to you. Because, you know, that's what I do. Exactly. A mic shit. And now we are going to move on to our quarrel for this episode. Which I prefaced on earlier. Senor TJ. No, you you already know what it is. No, this was your idea. No, Diva A. A Diva. Go ahead. I'm going to change your name. No longer you, Danny. You're, You're A Diva. Uh, 
The quarrel is going to be when you see people in a fight, a disagreement, but more, actually no, more so a fight. If you see someone in a fight, do you step in? You see a man, you see two men fighting, do you step in? You see a man and woman fighting, do you step in? You see two women fighting, do you step in? See kids fighting, do you step in? Okay. Two men, if it's a fair fight, I'm not stepping in. Uh, if somebody's getting jumped, I would probably call the police or something. I don't know. Wait, so let me see. Was that two men? No. A man, like, beating on a woman, then I'm probably going to call the police. No, I said jump in. I didn't say... Jump in. I may not jump. I mean, I may try to, like, Because her, whenever but... there's, like, two people fighting or something going on, people always say... What you know? Why is everybody just just watching, or why is everybody watching and, and recording, or, or or whatever? I would never record. No, I didn't. You're not listening. Can I? Yes, can I just go? Yeah, go ahead. So it it made me think because if I seen people fighting, I'm not getting into it. If I seen a man whooping a woman, I personally I'm I'm not jumping into it. I don't mind calling the police, but I just feel like how many stories are there of people getting shot? stabbed hurt dead <laughs> because mm-hmm. they minded somebody else's business I mean uh, yeah but I but I think that's the thing though I feel like certain things yes you mind your business or whatever and that's why I said I don't necessarily think I don't know if I would physically get involved but I don't think in my conscience I could watch a man beat the shit out of a woman and just stand there and either pull out my phone and record it, but then not pull out my phone and I call the cops. I didn't say that you were going to do that. All I said was, I said, would you stop it? Would you put yourself into a situation? You keep talking about other things that have nothing to do with anything. Would I physically put myself into it? Pro- probably not at first because I don't want to get hurt or killed. But I would not just let it happen. Two children fighting? Like if I see two six-year-olds or two to eight-year-olds fighting, I'll break that up. Two 13-year-olds. Depends on the size of the thirteen-year-olds. I've broken up thirteen-year-old fights before. No, those are your students. I'm talking about random. You you walking down the block, you see two kids getting it in. I'm gonna say something. You're better than I am, I guess. I mean, I just feel like, but my thing is, this is like when in 2019, but, I do not trust anybody, and I say that to say that when you get into other people's business. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, you may break the fight up and now you allowed one of them to get an opportunity to pull out their gun and now he's firing and now you're murdered. Or you stopped it and now that domestic violence case that you stopped, now they, 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 they're hurting you because you jumped into it. I just think that for me, safe, my safety is the most important thing. It is, but then when when do we have like? But when does ownership of like like it takes a village, or when does being a community matter? When it's like every man for himself, because then, what, so then what would happen if the shoe was on the other foot? What if somebody was so how like so if somebody was? I would be okay with somebody calling the cops if if I was getting beat up, or whatever. What if somebody was beating the shit out of me and everybody's just watching? I, a, a man is just. I got an argument with a man at the grocery store, and now he's like smacked the shit out of me or something like that, or he beat he's beating me up in the parking lot, or it's a crazy person That's or something fair. like that. Then and, and people That's just fair. stood around and watched, and they were like, "Not my monkey, not my circus." I'm not saying that they have to necessarily just. I'm saying for me though, I can't speak for anybody else. I'm saying for me, I do not want to jump into somebody else's mess because I've heard too many stories of other people catching something that wasn't meant for them. I I know some. I mean, I know my next door neighbor, his dad died breaking up a domestic violence situation. Okay. He got, he got, and so I can I understand it. So that's my thing. I don't mind calling. I don't mind calling the police and saying, "Listen, you but hey." But that's what I was saying. Okay. Mm. You said that you would break it up. I'm saying I'm not breaking up nothing. I d- it depends on who. It depends. I on don't the people care involved. who it is. Maybe if it was like. A parent going ham on a child, maybe. And honestly, I would. I and I'm would, just saying. Part of me would want to. Part of me would want to. 
if I if I felt like I could intervene without putting myself at risk and without getting the police involved, I might be inclined to do so because also too, like if it was two black people fighting and then you call the cops and then somebody's dead, like because because now the cops See, don't they don't want to take this. They I didn't don't even wanna, think about that. They so, don't even want to take the time to figure out what the fuck is going on. I can't even call the cops because they may get murdered. Everybody keep their hands to yourselves. That's the pro- that's what it needs to be. No, I. I just think it's an important thing to talk because we always talk, especially on social media, everybody talks about like what a man should do and how a man should should react to things. But I don't think that we always take into consideration the shit that happens or the shit that can happen. Because, yeah, I can go stop a fight and now if I get murdered, what? I understand. I get it. It's we a tell risk. Tatum, hey, your father was a great man and he was trying to stop a fight. It's 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 absolutely to me it's just, to me it's not worth it especially because the the way that people fight nowadays the way people do things nowadays that there, there is no code there is no morals there is no respect. But then so, how does that how do we shift that back then or shift take a shift but when nobody right. nobody's willing to get involved but everybody's willing to record it. I'm not saying I'm going to record it. I'm saying that I would call the cops. I understand Even that. though I would have to kind of be like, uh, should I call the cops? Because depending on who it is, how big he is, what he looked like, they might shoot first, ask questions later. So now I'm in a crossroad. You, you might be. Because if, if there's a nigga, if there's, two, if there's a nigga that looks like you, that's built same built as you fighting and you're the one that calls the cop. And then if you even if you stuck around to, to, to give a statement or whatever, they might not, they may not know. Who was the one fighting? Was it you or was it this nigga? And they're not gonna figure it out and they're gonna come after you. That has happened. Like somebody they, that we've we've heard situations of too where like they've the person who's called the police has been the one on the, the end of a at the at the end of somebody's, you know, barrel of their gun. But my, my my point I'm trying to make though is what is it what does it is it going to take for us as a community and not just even black people, just people in general, to stand take a stand against like Fuck shit. Because my thing too is, if me and you see some people getting in a fight, and then two other people across the street, and then the person walking down the block, and then the guy who's delivering the mail, if all six, seven of us see the same bullshit, and we all say something or we all do something, that's low. I mean, that's that that my thing. That is, can be different. That is, but then I think that that's like the shift that might need to happen. Because then if it's only one person, because everybody has. And it's the thing too. It's like people have morbid curiosity. Everybody loves to watch a car wreck. People love watch like I know. People like to see. I'm what you're saying. You know, see shit burn down and in front of their eyes and not do anything about it because they think the next person is going to handle it. The and this is I'm I'm referencing my dad here, or whatever. But he's always telling me about the um the story about Kitty Genovese, right? And Kitty Genovese was this woman in New York who was walking home or something like that and she was being she got attacked and she was being like assaulted and murdered or whatever and nobody called the police because but when they when when like they she was near some apartment buildings and when they started to like you know canvas the area and ask people what they heard multiple people were like yeah I heard something but I didn't want to get involved or I didn't want to say I didn't want to I thought somebody else was going to call the police or whatever and it's like it's that same so had anybody actually done what they said that they were going to do like stepped in even an eye even a tiny bit she might have been alive and so I feel as though I don't I'm not saying that anybody should put their own safety at risk I agree with you on that but at the same time I think that there's a, a fundamental issue with us as people where we're willing to watch other people be humiliated, be embarrassed, be hurt, be killed, and and just and and never want and not feel any type of like, damn, I could have done more. Damn, I should have done something. And it's a it's a catch twenty two sometimes because calling the police should be the safe alternative to inserting yourself into always. it, but it's not always. My only thing with it's it frustrating. is just I have to think about myself and then i mean that may come across selfish but i have to think about myself my family and and then i can make those decisions granted i'm speaking on hypothetical situation because i don't know what would happen if if i seen something i might just jump in without even thinking Mm -hmm. but thinking i'm saying i would not want to i would not want to i would not want to enter myself into somebody else's mess that it may 
blow back. It'll cost you your life or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and that's fair. And it's fair too. So it's a catch twenty two. I think I think we have those conversations because I've seen stuff that you know something happened online and people be like, oh, nobody helped and you know the the um I think it was like an old woman was getting beat up on on the train station and people were recording. And I mad people were like, why didn't any man jump in, all this other stuff? And I'm just thinking, like, if I was there, what would I have done? I couldn't. I don't think I could stand by and watch an old person get beat up. I also have to think that if somebody's crazy enough to beat on an old person, mm-hmm. then they probably don't, they probably don't care about, about life. I think the thing is, like... That's my... I'm just... I'm, and again, this is just me being candid on the situation. I think that inaction... I think the worst thing that you can do is not do anything and record it on your phone. I think that the smart thing to do most times is to ideally, if you can, call the police. If, if it's something that's so out of pocket that you don't want to risk your own harm, because safety, because I get it. And I, I, I would probably do the same thing. But and also too though, I think sometimes when people are doing foul shit, sometimes it's like it's your place in your space. Sometimes you gotta like you have to speak on it. Like we've grown into a community that's no longer a community. Though. Everybody's like mind your fucking business. Exactly. But back in the days, I deal with it every day as a teacher. I, I get, but I'm just saying, back in the days, a child acted up. Any any adult could speak to a child. Yeah. And now we're in, we're in a time that if a child speaks to, I mean, if a child. Is being disrespectful and a parent, sorry, not a parent, somebody other than a parent, an adult says something, nine times out of ten, that child's gonna be like, Who the fuck are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that because of how times have changed, the people have changed. I know I have. I, and for me, mm-hmm. ultimately, I just wanna get home at night. I get that. And that's always going to be my mindset. I'm always going to have to think about the situation at hand, and then I'm going to have to accept, uh, assess it. Again, this is depressing. It is depressing, but it's something that I thought would be a great topic to to discuss because there's so many people who's like, this is what you're supposed to do. And realistically, it's not. real. Like, in a perfect world, of course, anybody can jump in and it's going to be that. But again, we also live in a world where fighting fair is not fighting fair. Mm-hmm. Because once somebody starts losing, now they got to get a weapon. I and now it becomes who got the bigger weapon. That's why I would never fight anybody. You got it, bro. Call me pussy. Call me whatever you want. You got it. I don't want no problems. Now, if I have to defend myself, of course, I'm going to defend yeah, I mean, myself. But I'm just case. saying, at the end of the day, a fight isn't a fight no more. Because, again, if you win, you got to remember that you won. And they want their win back. But it's still, but there's still people out there that do the right thing. Because like, hundred percent. Because I'm thinking about now, as as horrible as it was, and as a hot ass mess of it was. But that family that was like fighting at like Disneyland or Disney World or whatever, and like eventually, like some other men came in and like, like put that nigga in a headlock and like stuff. Because he was like smacking the shit out of like his sister or his girlfriend or whoever, and. They fighting and stuff like that, and you know, of course, people are standing back and now, watching. Now, this is my family. That's different. I no, but I'm I'm saying, I'm but, just saying but, no, but they I were get that. the other the other men that stepped in were not related to them. I get that, but he came, but they eventually like somebody came in and whatever. I also think it depends on where you're from in the world. How so? Because I'm pretty sure there's some places like I'm pretty, and again, I, I may be off base, but I feel like in the south, like people from the south. They're taught certain manners, so if they seen something, they would be more of a, they'll be more quick to jump into the situation because it's like, mm-hmm. don't disrespect a woman because, like, I got cousins, um, older, but they still like speaking yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, mm-hmm. and to me, I'm I'm the north. I've never called mother ma'am, mm-hmm. yes, mom. So, I just think that 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 also plays a part. But I, I, I just, like I that. just think about that stuff. I, I just think about how scary it is that doing the right thing can cost you your life. I know, and I, I agree with you. But I also feel like I personally like 
within reason and I'm going to keep I'm going to preface myself by saying that like there's certain things I feel like I couldn't stand for because even even as a teacher like if I see I I, there were two fourth grade boys doing the most and as I'm like coming in the cafeteria and they're on their way out of the cafeteria and I stopped them and I made I sat them down and I fussed them out and I made them talk it out and did it and like I sent them on their way it may not have worked it may have worked for 30 seconds it may have lasted the rest of the day but the point is it's like I saw a problem and I addressed it now I get it because my school is a is a bubble in a certain amount of way a certain way because I am an adult in that building so therefore like there's there's a there's an air of authority that I already have because I'm an adult in that building. So I have to be somebody, someone. I'm something, I'm a teacher or whatever. And then it's a small school or whatever. And I'm dealing with smaller children. I, I teach the oldest kids in the building. I, I don't take, I don't, that's not, none of that is lost on me. But I also know that when I, my first year there, when I didn't teach the older kids and the older kids were doing some dumb shit, I spoke on it. And, and you know, I got some of that pushback too. Like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm, I'm Mrs. Byerson. What about it? Yeah, I, and think, then, I think that's a little different so, when when it's in school. Though. Of course, but what I'm saying though is that it's also, but it's 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 instilling. And even even this time last year, I got caught. A parent was beating the shit out of their child, uh, you know, in front of the school, and somebody called the police or whatever. And I was simply trying to defuse the situation at that point, and the parent of the the, the mother of the child. When she got there, because that was her her husband or whatever, she got mad at me. And the other other co a coworker of mine was like, "Y'all need to mind y'all business, ma'am. Your son is like lumped up in in the back of an ambulance, but we're the ones that are wrong. Like I'm a mandated reporter. That's I think that's the thing too. Like I'm a mandated reporter as a teacher. So if I see abuse or if I'm told of abuse or I, I suspect it or something like that, I have to speak on it. And so. And I mean, this is again a unique. This is a very specific circumstance because it's dealing with children and stuff like that. But I also it feel makes like me it just it's just school, it's, it's, it depresses the fuck out of me that people just think that they could just walk by and just watch somebody get like are you just gonna walk by and watch somebody beat the shit out of a child or a woman or like a fair fight between two women, a fair fight between two men. I'm gonna be like, you know what? That I'll be like, I, I ain't, I'm not getting in it. But outside of that, like. Listen, people are I, counting on nobody saying anything and doing anything. I understand. I'm not taking that away from you. I I just I'm in a place where at this time in my life I have to I have to pick and choose. I have to assess I the agree. situation and I have to say is this worth it? Is it ever worth it? When I say is it worth it, I mean is it worth losing my life tonight? That's how I think. And that may be extreme, but... So how would you feel if you walked by... If we took the the police out of the... the calling the cops out of the, out of the equation as an alternative. Okay. And you walk by and a man is clearly beating on his significant other, a woman. And you didn't, you know, as much as, as, much as it pains you... You don't speak on it. You don't hear about it. And then, like, you hear on the 11 o'clock news at night that, like... She died. She died. I would probably feel like shit. But, again, I would have to assess that situation and and see, like... I'm just not going to be the martyr. I'm not willing to be somebody's martyr just to say, Hey, world, I did it. So that way you... That way people could be like, he was a man's man. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, granted, again, I said that I'm, I'm I'm talking about the way that I would do things based off of just hypotheticals. I can't say that if I'm if I was put into a situation that I would react the same way that I'm saying now. What if you and then this is my last question for this topic. Mm-hmm. And what if it was like you and your guys are walking by and you see that? Then do you think you you guys would do? Do you think knowing you, knowing your friends, if it was the three, four of y'all? together and oh, nah. you see the same thing. then it's like is that a different story no nah. i think it was us i think we're definitely jumping in but that's different it's a difference between me and my guys who can neutralize the situation or, or at least try to and me jumping in by myself okay because even with that i don't know who i don't know who they with mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i, I don't know 
I mean, it's it's definitely it's it's a hard. It's a tough. No, it's definitely a a a a, a tough topic, and you know, um, I don't mind having the conversation. And again, we can have the conversation with other people as well. You can uh, reach out to us at uh, on, <laughs> on IG Lovers Quarrel Show or Twitter Lovers Quarrel Seven, and, yep. and, and and let me know your feedback. I mean, it is what it is. I. I if you can sway me to, 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 to think differently, I'm okay with that. But at the end of the day, I I just want to get home to my family. And respect, I'm not and willing to put my life on the line to try to save somebody else in a situation just to say I did. Or just to say whatever. So okay. if that means that I, if I'm driving by and I see something and I stop and I call the cops or whatever for that situation... I'll be more okay with that outcome than me jumping out and then something happened to me personally. Mm-hmm. But. Okay. Well, I think that about does it. It does. This has been yet another episode of Love is Quarrel. Yes, it has. And like TJ said, if you want to follow us, we are on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show. We are on Twitter at Lovers Quarrel 7. And please continue to email us your thoughts, questions, comments, and feedback at loversquarrelshow at gmail.com. Um, this is the holiday season, so I know we kind of ended on a more like serious note with this episode. It, it kind of left me a little bummed out. but Well, we can talk about the amazing things that we are doing. Okay, let's yeah, because I'm like, it put a damper on my mood a little bit. I apologize. It's okay. I it mean, was a good conversation to have. Talk about the but, tough things, but it's not. It's and it's just. It's just. Just depressing. That's all. So Danny People and I suck. are ambassadors. We are for the B Org, which is an organization based in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and they are having their. Um, their sneaker ball. Mm-hmm. This is happening January 31st in Maryland in Arundel Mills, close to the Maryland Live, which is a lot of casino. Casino, sorry. Yes. But the B Org, uh, they do their youth development nonprofit providing enrichment programs, uh, college prep, leadership labs and OST programs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they give back, and their annual fundraiser is the Sneaker Ball, where you get to wear dress-up professional clothing. Am I saying the right thing? Like gowns, like black yeah. tie. Black tie. Yes. Not business tie. Yeah, sorry. So you get to do black tie, but with sneakers. Sounds like my kind of party. Um, and... Um, it was a great opportunity for us to be able to help and, and be ambassadors and, and push push it forward and just be a part of something this great mm-hmm. for what they're trying to do for the, the kids in Baltimore City. So um, we'll put a, a link in the bio for that as well. That way you can check it out. You can check out the B-Org, but you can also uh, purchase your tickets to the Sneaker Ball January 31st, so Friday. And come see us. So, um is that more positive? That is more positive. Thank you, baby. So on that note, I'm your guy, TJ. And this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. And you, that is your guy, TJ. Okay. And I am your girl, Danny. And you know that we fuss. We fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.